you know how there are some pharmacists in the U.S. who can refuse to fill birth control uh, prescriptions or Plan B uh, because they say it is against their religious beliefs. I don't really respect that because if it's against your religious beliefs, you probably shouldn't go into the business into which you have gone. But irrespective of that, if the justice system is going to uphold that opposition, then I am starting a new religion. And my religion is against selling indigent people on food stamps and welfare $300 worth of lottery tickets in one night. My new religion is definitely against that. Uh, My new religion is against selling people who are obviously impaired and stinking of marijuana paraphernalia to continue to use that night, especially when I already had to sell it to them 10 minutes ago. So my new religion is against stupid people. Uh, My new religion says stupid people should not be enabled by capitalism. Stupid people should be curtailed from engaging in stupid activities repeatedly to, well, the detriment of pretty much everybody. uh, Because my new religion says stupid people need to be taught to not be quite so stupid. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call this religion yet. I'm going to have to cogitate on that, and I will let you know what brought this on, you asked. Well, you didn't. At least, I don't know if you did, but it's possible you asked. Anyway, in my head, you asked me. So, what brought this on is, overnight, I had one repeat customer who could not remember that he had purchased rolling papers and cigarillos just 15 minutes prior. Uh, And then he came in again another 30 minutes later, and we are talking about between 2 and 3 a.m., and he can't remember what he's been doing, and he smells worse each and every time. I I mean it was awful. He 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 stank to high hell. I I had to actually put my hand over my nose and back away from him. He reeked so thoroughly. Uh his smell was offensive. Forget the fact that I had to sell him this which I did not want to do because my religion says that stupid people should not be enabled. Um, so there's that. And then also, there was a woman who came in and she bought sodas and junk food. 
with an EBT card, which for those of you who don't know, and I say those, so far there's only one other person who's listened to me. Hi, babe. Um, but for those who don't know, an EBT card is food stamps, which means you make so little money that the government actually feels they need to help you pay for your food. Now, I understand it's two in the morning, and given coronavirus, there's not a whole lot of choices if you are really hungry, or, you know, if you need sugar to help regulate your metabolism. I understand all of that, you know, America would not survive without sugar and fat, so, okay. However, you come in and you buy $20 worth of crap. And then you spend, over the course of an hour, I don't know why it's always an hour. It probably isn't. It's probably an hour, give or take, eh, 15 to 18 minutes. And so take that with a grain of salt. But over the course of an hour, you spend $300 in cash on lottery scratch-offs. I'll give that a moment or two to sink in. You cannot afford to buy decent food, but you can afford $300 in lottery scratch-offs in a single evening. And had she been using a credit or a debit card, I could have said, I'm sorry, the law says I can't sell you more than $240 on a credit or debit card for lottery in one night. But she was using cash because we have an ATM. So she buys her $100 worth, scratches them off. I don't know, maybe none of them were winners. Maybe she's just a stupid person who should not be enabled. She comes back and buys another $100 worth of scratch-offs. Yeah, I'm giving you a, a couple of beats again. Now she comes back, buys another $100 worth. At this point, I'm not being rude because I can't be rude. Uh, that's not in my job description. Uh, and well, there's a tangent there, but we'll get to that later. Uh, uh, but I am clearly less friendly. She's bought her questionable food choices with food stamps. And she has now spent $300 on lottery scratch-off cards. But health insurance won't cover the pill or plan B. Pharmacists have the right to refuse it and I gotta spend some I've got to allow somebody who's on food stamps to purchase $300 worth of Throwing her money down the fucking toilet. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that word. I 
did not flag this as explicit language. I guess I'll have to go back and do that. It makes me angry. It makes me very angry. So I will come up with a name for this new religion. And there will be a way people can join. And I'm going to monetize the heck out of it, just like L. Ron Hubbard did. Uh, but it won't be so crazy. So there we go. Uh, the religion of not enabling stupid people. If anybody hears this and you got some ideas, let me know. This is uh, one of the rants that usually takes place in my head. But now I can record it and put it out there for all of, uh, hey, you, my person, to hear. There you go. So, uh, with mom in the hospital, um, due to a series of strokes that have left her, uh, physically very incapacitated, um, and trying to figure out a system of communication with her, which actually, uh, thankfully, uh, proves to be working. I started thinking about, uh, well, eventually my uh, own train that doesn't run on straight tracks, eventually got around to thinking about um, my uh, sojourn into crazy town, because I've been there. Uh, and It occurs to me that uh, when you're crazy, you don't lose your ability to reason. You still have the ability to reason. It's just you don't reason according to the reality that everybody else sees. You reason according to the reality that you see. And the reality that you see is probably totally different from the one that everybody else sees, which is why you're crazy. Which leads me circularly back to the thing that I have been saying for the last day and a half with my mom, because because she's listed as non-responsive. She's listed as non-responsive because uh, the nurses can't make her perform on demand like a trained monkey. Uh, she had massive strokes in her left brain, which controls speech. I mean, there's if you look at scans, there's just a big black blotch there. Uh, so she... she has lost motor function on her right side, and she's lost speech. Um, but if you look at her, and I've spent 
many, many years, decades with this woman. I've, I've learned to read the slightest wrinkle at the side of her eye. If, if you look at her, you can see that there's still stuff going on back there. Her cognition, if it has been affected, has been minimally so. Uh, she was she was pretty much non-responsive to everybody, and uh, I got there yesterday. And I think not to say that my father hasn't treated her like a real person back there. I'm I'm sure he has. I know he's been his her greatest defender up there at that hospital about which I have many things to say, but I won't. Uh, but one of the first things I did was look at her and say, I know you're stuck in there, aren't you? <sighs> Let's see if we can find a way to get out. And uh, we did, actually, eventually work out a system. She can only move one limb. So it involves moving that one limb uh, in two ways uh, to respond yes or no to yes or no, no questions or uh, uh, just random vigorous movement to indicate uh, frustration or move on, ask something else or uh, Really, that one's open to interpretation. But some of the nurses that I have seen have infantilized her to the point where I want to vomit. She is not a five-year-old, illiterate foreigner uh, with mental challenges who is deaf. She's in fact not deaf. I, I speak to her in a normal tone of voice. This is the volume I use with her. She hears me just fine. She understands me just fine and she responds just fine as long as you're not jamming a stick down her throat and telling her it's for her own good without explaining why. Or bothering to ask her if it's even what she wants. Uh, or, you know, getting within two inches of her face, face uh, screaming at her, Hey, honey, can you tell me your name? With significant left brain damage, which means speech is all but gone, I doubt very seriously she could she could tell you her name even if she wanted to and if you're within two inches of her face screaming at you if she were able to I doubt she would and with that stick you're jamming in her mouth 
Frankly, I'd be glad she didn't bite down on your finger, because I might. And this is the standard of care. She won't respond to abuse, so she can't respond to anything. It's not true. She's not responding to your reality. She's responding to hers, which doesn't make her crazy. It just makes maybe crazy people a little less crazy than we thought. Which is why my train doesn't run on straight tracks, because I think of two things at the same time that aren't really the same, but how they are the same. My mom is incapacitated. She she cannot function on her own physically, not even remotely. But she can function in her own mind. And I can see the frustration in her eyes. And I can... I can read the frustration in what movements she can make. But these people who don't know her, who are, uh, and I say this with all the uh, air quotes deserved medical professionals, all they see is non-responsive. I mean, that's literally what's in her chart. And she actually was quite responsive with me to the point where I could get to determine where her pain was and what it was and we could figure out treatment on that, about that, uh, for that based on what she had told me. And one team she was willing to demonstrate for she didn't want to but I convinced her you know if you do this then when I tell them that this is what you're saying to me they'll accept it because you've demonstrated that this is how you communicate but you don't have to do it with them but then this new team came in and this one nurse blew the whole thing up because she had to be in control and in charge. And not only that, but she had to treat the patient like poop on the bottom of her shoe at the end of the sidewalk that was kind of worn out anyway, so she couldn't even get the whole thing scraped off. That was the treatment. Is it any wonder a woman with any brain left in her head, even if it was only the right brain, would just say in her own head, screw you, I am not your dancing monkey. And then going back to uh, Crazy Town, where I lived for a little bit. 
when you're in crazy town, it's not that you don't want to respond appropriately. You're doing your best to respond appropriately. It's just what you see is not what other people see. And they generally don't accept what you see as real. So I guess I guess the relationship is the the subjective case of the observer in that sometimes you have to put yourself very much in the other person's shoes as it were to to see life their life their their immediate environs as they see it whether whether it's crazy town and trying to talk them out of that or stuck in a body cage that won't respond no matter how much you want it to but still being able to get incredibly frustrated by people talking to you like you're deaf and incapable of understanding basic words or your own name and then jamming sticks down your throat without telling you why. I'm sorry, I think for that I think for that, uh, the shutdown response is probably the best one a person could give because, well, uh, well, I guess any response other than abject compliance is counterproductive, but abject compliance, whether you're in crazy town or body cage feels like abject surrender I think and no matter where you are no matter how you're surrounded or hemmed in or unable to get out surrender surrender feels like the last option and I think based on my experience and what I see in my mom surrender's hard to do And frankly, 
I'll be damned if I make anybody make my mother surrender.